You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. Good morning and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to start by giving a shout out to our show sponsor, New American Funding. It is thanks to them that this show is possible. Today, we're continuing our Legends of Real Estate series with not one, but two special guests. These gentlemen started a home building company way back in the day that is now more than 50 years old. I am very happy to welcome to the show Bill and Milburn Poston, the founders of Trayton Homes. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Glad to be with you. I'm very glad to have you here. Well, we're just going to dive into it. How did you two get into the building business and what made you want to start a company with your brother? Well, uh, it was 51 years ago, and Bill and I were both in the real estate business. And uh, we were with different agencies, uh, Bill up in Cobb County. I was down in Atlanta. And one of the things that we noticed is whenever we, if we were sick, if we went on vacation, that nothing happened on our behalf. And, and real estate agents still have this today. I think that's why teams are together are big today. And uh, so we started talking and said, why don't we go in together and form if We were going to do a development company. That's what we thought about is developing. And it quickly came to our minds that we needed someone to, to build on the lots that we developed. So we got into the building business. And uh, that was 51 years ago, and we, we've been it ever since, and, and I can't think of a better partner. Any, anything you want to add? No, I, I think that we, you know, we, we felt like that we needed to understand the home building part if we were going to be developers. So uh, I, I don't know that we intended to stay in building homes for 51 years, but that's the way it worked out, and we, we're very happy with it. Yeah, well, it's worked out very well. So talk about that first year, 1971. How many homes did you build and what did they look like? <laughs> Bill and I have uh, discussed that. And we, we one of us said two homes and one of us said three homes. <laughs> so it was either two or three we built in that first year. I'm not really sure we sold a home in that first year. And uh, they were very traditional. Uh, Bill and I have been traditional since the start. And um, they were, I think we called them back then, five, four, and a door. And um, that that was what we built. And we started our first homes were at Weatherstone Subdivision and uh, here in East Cobb County. And I remember the talk back then, we, as we got into it, it had already been going for maybe a year. And uh, we started and we figured out we needed to be over $50,000 with our two homes that we started in there, but no one had sold over $50,000. Every the, the prices were in the 40s in 1971. So uh, uh, we broke into over 50 and uh, that, now that house is selling for much, much more as, as all of you know. So you were even trendsetters back in the day, huh? <laughs> I, I guess you could say that. Well, talk a little bit about how home building has changed over the years. 
Well, probably the biggest thing is a time factor in regulations. Uh, We were talking when we were discussing being on this program. We said that, uh, you know, 20 years ago, we used to have a starts meeting where we would set up all our houses that we were going to start. Well, we would start them on a Monday in in the office, and the next Monday, we were in the field building the homes, grading the lots and everything. Today, our average time from the day we started is taking us about five weeks. Somewhere, and that's totally regulations and everything, getting building permits. So our, our, our longest one that we're doing is about eight weeks, and the shortest is three and a half to four weeks, so about five weeks. So I would say that regulations and the, the things that you have to turn in that we did, we used to go to the building permit, the county or city, and say, hey, we're building a 2,000-square-foot home, and they'd say, it's this much money. Now we have to turn in CAD plans, and it's 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 much more sophisticated today and time-consuming. Yeah, sounds much more complicated. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and that's just the building process. Yes. It doesn't yes, even yes. get into the whole development. Now, are, are you all still developing? Yes. Yes, we are. We're still yeah. developing, and it's just like the building business. It's where, you know... It, Today, and, you know, we used to hear on the West Coast how long it took things to get, you know, go through the zoning and, and get ready to develop. We'd laugh and say, golly, that today it takes us probably about a year and a half to two years from the time we find a piece of property, go through, get it zoned, get the plans designed, engineered, accepted by the city or county before we can start building. So it is, that's another time thing that just the regulations, everything of it have really extended the time on that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what made you choose Marietta and Cobb County as, you know, the location and kind of basis of a place to grow your business? I I think that probably it was just Bill and I grew up in Smyrna and we, uh, we knew Cobb County from growing up there. And um, I think both of us started our real estate where we were was in in and around Cobb County. So naturally, that's where we uh, went when we started the, the building business and something that we knew well. Yeah, I imagine you could talk about quite a few changes in Cobb and Marietta and especially Smyrna. I mean, Smyrna in 1971. I mean, Smyrna's grown a lot just since I got to Atlanta area in 1985. I can't imagine what all has changed there since since the 70s or before. Oh, we talk about I lived in Smyrna and one of our first developments was up way up in East Cobb. And I used to drive up Johnson's Fury Road at seven o'clock in the morning and pass one or two cars. It's all I pass on the way. Wow. So it's changed dramatically. Yeah, golly, it sure has. Well, and I remember back when your office was on Whitlock, which I like yeah. to call gridlock because I lived <laughs> yeah. out of Whitlock. And it would take me, oh my gosh, and this is, you know, 20 years ago, it would take me 30 minutes you know, maybe even an hour to get to I-75 from my house out, you know, in Whitlock, a little bit past your office. I was behind the new Merida High School. And uh, golly, I can't even imagine how long that takes today. I'm sure it's, it's, I'm sure it's much longer today. Yeah, lots more people. Well, talk a little bit about today's pandemic versus the Great Recession. You know, what's same, what's different? You know, thankfully, several things are different, right? (laughs) 
I, I, you know, really, you can't compare. You know, when the recession was here, you had many fewer buyers, and the buyers that when they did come, everybody wanted to, they had heard, you know, you can make a deal. So everybody was making offers. So it, it was just, you were constantly fighting to keep your margins. And, mm -hmm. and, and there were so few people buying that basically you, you ended up taking a reduction. Today, uh, the pandemic has been probably to home builders has been one of the best things we've done. I think people have decided with the pandemic that home ownership is really something you need to do. Our business has really soared over the last couple of years. Probably the only thing that we are seeing is we're, we're taking no offers and we have ample people wanting to buy. I think the biggest thing is our supply. And I, mm -hmm. you hear this all the time. Uh, we are, where everything is, is backlogged. We have, Used to, you could get a set of windows for a house in a week or 10 days. Now we gone up to one, one window. It's taken us 18 weeks. We have to order them before we get them. So, uh, appliances, that has become real hard. We did something I never thought you'd do. We closed our first home last December without an oven in it. And, wow. and the mortgage company agreed to it and the people agreed to it. They need to move in. So I would just say that there's no comparison. We're in a much stronger market because there's just a lack of inventory. But I tell you what, getting the homes built today has become a challenge. And our, our building team is doing a great job keeping up with it. But it's really been a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the pandemic, you, you, you spoke to this and how homeowners or people want to own a home now, right? They want their sense right. of place. The pandemic caused that. Has it caused you to change anything with the way you're developing or building? You know, I, I, don't, know that, uh, I don't know that we've changed things. I think that probably what we've done, we've extended our build time by two weeks. Our average build time was about 18 weeks to build a home from the day we from the time we started it in the field, and we've extended that two weeks. I think that we are probably uh, holding to most of our closing dates, but like I say, we're running just nip and tuck having the home ready. So I would just say that our scheduling and everything is having to be watched much more thorough than it, it has in the past because yeah. it's just really yeah it's, it's gotten crazy hasn't it well it is. and it's interesting i think that trayton was really well prepared in terms of product for what happened with covid because you were already doing townhomes that were incredibly walkable to places people wanted to walk and be and then with your you know your courtyard ranch more active adult product again you've you already had that outdoor living element that was in that along with the amenities and you know depending on where they were walking trails so you know i i like I like that. And I think everybody wants that now. Right. So yeah, like, they seem to. yeah, everybody wants to be outside now and have places they can gather with friends outside. Sure. And it's, and the active adult has been, that's something that's come on to us in the last, you know, four years or so is it's just become a, a real big part of our business. And we are really designing, we're looking at more product, we're designing it and that's become a big part of our business. Yeah, well, you know, none of us are getting any younger. So <laughs> and 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 most of us don't want any home maintenance. That's so it. exactly you know, nobody wants to mow their grass anymore. So yeah. 
Well, thinking back on your career, which you know has spanned several decades, what's been the most rewarding part of your career? I think if I think of one thing that we have, uh, we starting off with that two or three houses, and we've built over twelve thousand houses in this fifty, little over fifty years, and I think that's probably the most rewarding thing. Uh, you can't sit down and say today because it's gotten so hard in, in in trying to produce, it seems like you don't have the fun that you mm. used to have. Uh, not saying that it's a burden or anything, it just is a different a difference in building today than it was 40 and 50 years ago. We had a much, we were in touch with the county officials, the city officials, and everything more mm-hmm. than you're able to today. I agree with Milburn. I think probably watching the people in our uh, on our team grow, and I mean we have, and I can't, I didn't look this up, so I can't tell you exactly, but I would say that our average employee, especially in the office, is over 15 years, maybe somewhere closer to 20 years. We that's that's been very fulfilling to me to be able to see people come here, make a career, stay here their whole time, and uh, and just and be able to finish their career with us. That's been very rewarding. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I know that uh, Kimberly Garwood, who I interface with, has been there yes. for at least that long, and she is yes. fantastic and, um, you know, real A player in terms of marketing, and kudos to you guys for, you know, keeping her, and her creativity is just second to none. So and we so appreciate much- Kimberly very much. And yeah. we have many other team members that just like Kimberly been here a long time and they really add to the whole program. Well, it's just right. nice because it's, you know, it becomes kind of like family and everybody has their place within that team and knows what to expect and knows who to go to. And, you know, then you give them the freedom to, you know, have a little bit of innovation in that. And it's a, it's a good working environment. Think you need 20% down to become a homeowner? Think again. What if you could buy a home without a down payment? That's right. New American Funding understands that saving for a down payment can be difficult. They have competitive loan programs that can get you into a new home. Their 100% FHA financing loan program makes getting into a new home with no down payment possible. Let one of their home loan professionals pre-qualify you Contact a new American Funding Loan Officer today to find out more about these niche loan programs and start your home ownership journey. For more information, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. Well, talk a little bit about advice. If somebody was looking to start a home building business today, what would you tell them? I just off the cuff, I would tell them to have a lot of patience and a lot of cash. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it, it's a much more, when Milburn and I started 51 years ago, uh, banks were more receptive to a new person getting in the building business. Uh, I think that has changed dramatically. I know a lot of banks got burned, uh, you know, during the downturn. Uh, so I would say, and when Milburn and I started our business, 
in 71, we knew a guy from Smyrna. He was an older guy, and he had been in the building business his whole life. And he told me overnight, we told him we would get in the building business. He said, boys, he said, there's too many regulations. I'm getting out of it. Don't do it. Well, I will say, and Milburn and I look back at it now and say, boy, there's too many regulations. You know, I was thinking the other day, we were sitting in our starts meeting, and we do everything computerized now. And I don't know that we could have built as many homes as we built because we did it all on scratch pads and spreadsheets written out. And today, there's so many changes and everything that it's it's. I would just tell a person have a lot of patience and and a fair amount of cash, and that would that would be a good way to start. Yeah, absolutely, Milburn. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, <laughs> so, lots of patience and lots of cash. Well, you know, you talked a little bit about you know kind of the changes in technology from when you started and everything was you know written on paper versus you know now it's all computerized. Are there any other big changes like that as far as you know, how the homes are built even? I mean, I, you know, you've probably seen materials come and materials go. Anything notable? Well, I think that I think that probably when we started, everything, roofs, floors, everything was stick built. Today, we use roof trusses, floor trusses. I think you do get a sounder home today. You know, a lot of people like to talk about the old days, how good homes were built. I think our homes today are much tighter and much, uh, I, I think the structures are much, much better put together than, than they were. I live in a Triton home, the third home Triton ever built. I've lived wow. in the same home for uh, 50 years. And I can tell you, my sons live in newer Triton homes, and they can turn their air conditioner on. It's cool in a minute. I don't have the same luxury. <laughs> So yeah, the, it's, it, it, the, the building products have changed and, and probably for the better. Yeah. Well, you know, just looking at, you know, some of the things that I know have been, you know, invented, like we didn't have the cement siding products. You know, there was no hardy plank in 1971. You know, you think about just things like insulation and siding and flooring. There was no Advantech in 1971, right? Right. You know, things that make it better and easier and simpler and yeah, I think they're way more energy efficient today than they were. My my 19, probably 60s ranch that I lived in off of Gridlock, Whitlock, um, <laughs> it didn't even have any insulation in the walls. We started doing some right. retrofit, and there's a little bit of newspaper shoved here or there. But and you know, yeah. when we started, insulation was not in the walls was not required. It was not a code. Wow. A lot of people don't realize that, but uh, that's something that's come along. I know that I, I built my home in 71 or 72 and i remember them trying to talk me into using pvc plumbing pipes and i said there's no way i'm gonna put i'm gonna put cast iron in here the worst mistake i ever made <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so so new things are hard to, for us old people to accept but well, uh, there's there's a lot of new things you know i'm sitting here and i'm thinking you know it's 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 headed towards summer it's atlanta it's hot did the homes built in 1971 even have air conditioners yes yes they did okay that's good yes (laughs) (laughs) that would be really horrible in the south but you know again the the 19 you know 70s ranch we bought it had central heat but we put the air in right you know it was was set up that you could add it but it wasn't built with it we did we did put air and we did put insulation, not a code, but we did we did put it in yeah. our first home. So so at least your number three home that you still own has some insulation in it, huh? That does. It does. 
That's interesting. Well, I understand that you guys continue to innovate and branch out and that you have a new division in Florida. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we uh, we had the opportunity with a partner to do about 600 units in the Panhandle Seabill for rental townhomes. Well, we we it's a great area down in Walton and Bay County, around Santa Rosa, Panama City Beach, and we uh, we said, look, let's take this opportunity and let's start a for sale. So we bought. Uh, we bought one small subdivision, 19 lots, which we've just gotten going. We've put up four homes. We've sold all four. We've got some lots in three other subdivisions. We haven't been able to secure a subdivision of our own yet, but uh, we are looking and growing, and uh, we are probably priced from the 400s to the 800s. So it's, uh, it's, it's starting off real good, real good. Yeah. That's exciting. Now, similar floor plans to what you build here in the metro area or different? Well, different. We're building more single stories down there and we're building our first development. Uh, the homes have to be on pilots. So they sit about oh. eight foot off the ground on pilots. So we're down right on the water. Wow. And so we're having to do that. But it's uh, it's very interesting. It's a learning process for us. Uh, yeah. the, the the man that we've got running our Florida division has dealt with it, so he understands it. But it's uh, it's new to us. Yeah, but, that's uh, yeah, that's we're interesting. Very forward to that. I, I'm gonna have to make a road trip down there. I keep telling Kimberly we have to it. go visit them. Well, eight good. eight feet, so they're eight feet off the ground. So is that stairs to get into we got them? Stairs, stairs down, and you can park your car underneath. Underneath, right? Right, that's run. nice. They got to drive under. And uh, it's just because of the uh, flood elevation. Uh So this subdivision is going, it's only 19 lots. We wish it was much larger, but it's going, starting off real good. That's super exciting. And I understand great investment properties down there too. I think, I think everybody seems to, I think two of our first four or five homes there were to investors. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, talk a little bit about what you're doing in the uh, Metro Atlanta area now. We are still building what you mentioned a minute ago. We're building the 55 and over product that seems to go over very well. Uh, We now have over in Powder Springs, we have a mixed product with uh, townhouses, uh, smaller houses on lots and larger houses on lots, all within the same, I think it's 110 lot subdivision. We are, we're looking to do that more. We're also looking further out to see, we're trying to get down in price because this affordable housing is a very, is a, is a, is a catch word now, but it's, it's actual and people just, they can't afford to do six and $800,000 houses everywhere. And so we're, we're trying to look further out to see if we can, uh, Come up, and we're we're successful. We've got several under contract that are um, cheaper pieces of land uh, to be able to do a lower priced product. Yeah, and I think that that's something that people don't always understand. They're like, "Well, why are these homes so expensive?" And it's just, it's the perfect storm. The land costs more. It costs more to develop. The government regulations that you have to, you know, meet cost more. There's impact fees. It goes on and on and on. Then you add 
you know, building materials have gone up, you know, everything has gone up. So homes cost more and it's become harder and harder to meet that entry level home. So can you give us a little bit of a tease on how far out you might be going? We have uh, we have looked out Bartow County up near Jasper. Oh, we have Jasper, Georgia. We have yep. a piece on the contract in Newman, outside Newman, Weeded County. Mm-hmm. We're doing a project in Douglas County. Uh, we've got two projects in Cherokee County, just kind of surrounding where yeah. you know, we're thought of uh, as a Cobb County, but we have done a lot outside of Cobb County, and we're doing more and more out- outside of Cobb. Well, I remember back in the day, because I've been with you guys off and on since I think 2001, I think you were doing some building in Cherokee and Forsyth at yeah, one point. Yeah, yeah, we were. And then we got out of that. And now we're now we're back. Yeah. We've got a new project in, in Forsyth. Yeah. Oh, excellent. So. Yeah, well, that will go quickly. Yeah. I remember also when you were down at St. Simon's, one of the best places on the that earth. Was a, that was an interesting deal, but we, we had very good success. Yeah, they were beautiful homes. So, yeah. so you all have been successful in and around Cobb County and throughout Georgia for a long time. So, well, this is probably not a fair question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask anyway, do you have a favorite community? And you can go all the way back to 1971 or a favorite floor plan that you'd like to share. I, I don't think that we should call it out, but I just drove back today at lunchtime. <laughs> I drove Milburn through a development here in Cobb County that we did about 10 years ago. And I said, this is absolutely the prettiest development we've ever done. I don't think it'd be fair, but it was it's in Cobb County. And it just absolutely, the people have maintained the homes, the, the, the style and everything was just really nice. So, so is it I, topography I or streetscape or amenities? I think it's streetscape. We used a, a lot of stone and brick and and, and some cedar siding. Uh, the all the lawns are are, are, are Bermuda sided. The people have kept them up real nice. There are larger lots, which is something that you don't see a lot today. They were like half acre lots wow. and uh, just a, a real nice, pretty development. But Hey, look, we, we love them all. So <laughs> you love that's like asking if you have a favorite child, huh? That's, that's not right. a fair question. Yeah. Sarah, you asked a minute ago what was rewarding, and I yeah. think what Bill was just talking about is to go in these subdivisions that we've completed 10, 20, 30 years ago and still see them kept up well and looking looking really nice. That that is rewarding. Well, it's rewarding and you're building the American dream. So, you know, people are, people are building, you know, you know, they're growing their families in these homes and, you know, living their lives in the homes. And, um, you know, you've contributed to that lifestyle that they have and that beautiful place they have to do it. So, you know, I've seen a lot of your houses over the years and you do a beautiful job. And I I know exactly what you're saying with the streetscapes, with the mix of materials and it makes a big difference, you know? So, so thank you for all that you all do to make uh, Cobb County and the rest of Georgia beautiful. And the 12,000 homeowners who live in your homes appreciate you too. Well, anything else you all want to add? Anything I should have asked that I didn't? Any stories you want to tell on each other? (laughs) (laughs) I I tell you what, we've probably got a lot of interesting ones over 50 years, but uh, no, we've had a very good, a lot of people say, I don't think I could work with my brother. We've had a great relationship. We still come into work every day after 50 years, and uh, we kind of tell everybody what they're doing wrong, and they want to know 
why we don't tell them what they're doing right, but we are, we're still very active. So we enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I mean, kudos to you two. You've worked with each other for this long and then you work <laughs> with, you know, you work with sons and I guess nephews, you yeah. know, as well. And um, I don't know if there's another generation, you know, on the horizon, anyone else? Well, we've got a, a, another generation, whether they'll come in here or not, we don't know. Yeah, right. we do. Because so. some of those are getting, uh, they're getting into their 20s now. I know a few of them pretty well. My yeah. oldest granddaughter has graduated from college. And yep. I think you know Caroline. So. I do know Caroline. But, she is a sharp cookie now. I think she told me she was going to go on to law school. She is talking about going to law school. And I school. think she wants so to be a real estate attorney. So I think that <laughs> she may have a future working with Trayton. We would like to give her some closes to, to do. Absolutely. Well, very good. Well, thank you so much for taking time to join me today. Thank you. Thank you, Carol. Absolutely. For our listeners that want more information about you or Trayton Homes, where can they go? Go to Trayton.com. And I think that'll give them all the information they need. Very good. Easy enough. Well, that wraps this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'd like to thank Bill and Milburn Poston for joining me today on our Legends of Real Estate series. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. If you enjoyed today's show, please take time to follow us on Facebook. Go give us a positive rating review on iTunes. You can subscribe to this show on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. If you're interested in being in the show, shoot me an email, carol at denimmarketing.com. And with that, thank you for listening. And I look forward to seeing you right here for our next episode. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.